This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Valentine's Day is a week away. There are all kinds of expectations to express outward love, buying roses, jewelry, chocolate, other things that I should not talk about on air. But what about taking care of yourself? I've long told you about my long-standing Valentine's Day plan of eating peanut butter out of the jar over the sink while I weep. It is important to love yourself somewhere along the line there, and that's something that Anu Paula wants to talk about. Anu is the founder of Anu Vision Coaching and Consulting. Hey, Anu, nice to chat with you this morning. Good morning, Dave. Peanut butter in a jar, that sounds delicious. Well, right out of the jar with the spoon, ideally oh, a yeah. tablespoon, although a lot of my tablespoons 100%. went missing. I don't, know, I don't know where one of them went. It's really bothering me. Um, Anu, what does it mean to practice self-love? Practicing self-love is really about understanding your own value and treating yourself in a respectful and loving way. Way. So this is really about, you know, really feeling good about yourself and ensuring that you you do what you need to do to ensure that you keep yourself high up. Mm. I guess uh, people say like that's being kind to yourself a little bit too. Loving yourself, being kind to yourself, forgiving yourself. Um, What are some signs that perhaps I'm not practicing enough self-love as I'm weeping over the sink eating peanut butter? What what are some signs that you're not practicing self-love? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when when you begin to, I think, you know, disrespect yourself in a way, so maybe practicing some negative habits, um... Uh, for example, some people may do this in a way of um, overconsumption of alcohol or, you know, not honoring their values. I think that's a really big one, too. So being incongruent with your values, um, that's another way as well. Why do you think self-love is neglected or forgotten? I think it's really about the fact that... Um, Let's see, why is it forgotten? I think because we get so stressed in life, um, we're so inundated with all the responsibilities of life, and um, we always, we often put other people in front, other people's needs in front of our own. And I think that's what really uh, can prevent us from remembering to take a break and and do what, what we need for ourselves to fill our cup. Let's so let's be practical. Let's talk about filling our own cup. What are ways that someone can practice self-love? So there are a lot of ways that we can practice self-love. Um, it's really about doing things that feed your soul, um, whether that's uh, exercising or whether that's doing something, like you said, doing something kind for yourself, whether it, that means you know, reaching out to a friend, going out for a nice meal, maybe cooking a nice meal, going out for a walk in nature. Um, there are so many different ways we can practice self-love, but it's really about honoring our honoring our values and our needs. How do you practice self-love? 
I don't know. I practice self-love uh, well. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is my nightly skincare routine where I take my time and put on my lotions and potions. And my favorite is um, massaging my face with rosehip seed oil because it feels so good. And, you know, it just feels so therapeutic. And I find that, you know, when we do these small practices, whatever that looks like for you, we can really see a shift and feel a shift in our mindset. And, you know, when we feel that shift, shift we feel good about ourselves we feel more motivated we you know are able to seek more opportunities um, we have better experiences it's just so much and so it's so important and that's why I felt that this was a topic that we should really talk about during this month where you know Valentine's like as you said is around the corner we and we, we focus so much on the outward stuff you know the material things like you said the chocolates the jewelry and not that I am against that because I am all in for that but but at the same time um this I felt was a really important thing that we should all remember to take that time and and do something for ourselves Anu what does the science say about the benefits of engaging in self-love there are so many benefits to um it contributes to our overall well-being. And so, you know, think about the time when you did something nice for yourself. Did you did you ever notice, like, if that changed anything in you? Oh, I mean, 100%. I, I always think about it as, like, mitigating the sadness rather than embrace it, embracing the love. But I've oftentimes talked about uh, a mental reset when I'll go to the movies, right? Take myself out on a movie date and just get away and, like, have some popcorn yeah. and chill. Or uh, totally. some, or sometimes it's, like you said, the, uh, the, 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 the facial care routine. I don't necessarily yes. mess around with a skincare routine, but there are, there are things that I'll do, right, in terms of, like, oh, I'm going to maybe buy a nicer shampoo or I have... I have yeah. good shampoo that I use uh, uh, infrequently in my shower, and I've got the cheap shampoo that I use frequently. And every now and then, you bust out the good stuff, or you light the candle with the essential oils, right? It's it's, but yeah. but I consider that to be more like methods of relaxation rather than necessarily like the inward act of self love. Hmm. Well, it it kind of is because at the end of the day, it's it's you're doing something that makes you feel relaxed or feels good. So I think it's aligned with practicing self-love. Um, you know, the one other thing that I really wanted to highlight as well that I think we don't talk about a lot, and that is about, you know, the fact about um, maintaining healthy boundaries. Um, it's very easy sometimes to go along with you know, how someone treats you like a certain way and you kind of accept it, but you don't feel good, you know, whether that's a toxic relationship, um, whether that's just a friendship that that you just accept someone's behavior and just because either you want to still be in that crowd or, um, or with that person. But I find that, you know, when you accept um, how a person treats you, and if it's negative, um, that is not an act of self-love. Mm, yeah, I feel you. Anu, thank you for this. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely Valentine's Day. And just, just enough jewelry and chocolate to make you happy, okay? Like, don't overindulge. Okay, I won't overconsume. I okay. promise. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll take care of the peanut butter. You take care of the jewelry. And then everybody's going to cool. have a lovely Valentine's Day. Happy that, days. <laughs>
<laughs> that is Anu Paula, the founder of A New Vision Coaching and Consulting. Just that one thought here heading out into the break. There was a news story that I didn't know if I was going to have time to get to it today, and it's all about the streaming world. This one is from south of the border, but I do wonder if it's going to make its way north of the border. Of course, maybe you might use a virtual private network. Not that we would ever endorse that. American telecom companies are joining forces to launch a new sports streaming network. Jason Nathanson breaks it down. If you're a sports fan who said you'd love to have most of the major sports channels in one streaming platform, then you're in luck. That's exactly what's happening. Combining forces will be ESPN, Fox Sports 1, ABC, Fox, TNT, and TBS. So that's a lot of football, baseball, basketball, hockey, soccer, college sports, and more. It's a team-up of Disney, Fox, and Warner Brothers Discovery. CBS and NBC aren't part of the lineup. No name yet for the new service or price, but we're told it should launch in time for the new NFL season. Disney's the parent company of ABC News. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. Yeah, Jason, price matters on that one, especially because what needs to be understood in the way they're talking about this package is it's not everything, right? It's not a true one-stop shop for your sports consumption. It's just another fracturing. Even through amalgamation, it still represents fracturing of the sports consumption process. Super important. Jason notes it in that report that CBS and NBC aren't part of that, which means no Paramount Plus, no Peacock. Where does a lot of the NFL action live? Where does the Super Bowl live? That would be CBS this year, and sometimes that's going to be on NBC and Peacock. So they all these telecom companies can talk about, oh yeah, we're amalgamating, we're creating these one-stop shops. It still isn't truly a one-stop shop. I've asked you this question before. What would you pay every month to get everything? Everything. Every show, every movie, every live sporting event, every pay-per-view sporting event, What's the number that you would pay for everything? And unless you can truly build me that tent or that umbrella, I'm going to always be leery of another paid streaming service, even if I find this one to be utterly tempting. Coming up after the break, you'll find out what's coming up on Kelly and Rumia later this afternoon. And Alex Smythe will conduct another edition of the roundtable all about filtering out spam. And we're not talking about the canned meat. This is now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.